episode of Double Shot Connection with my lovely self, Marvin, and the beautiful Nathan Varma. We're looking nice and tan from our trip up in Broome, and we're excited to be back. If you haven't already given us a follow, please do on uh, at, at Instagram, at Double Shot Connect, and follow us on Spotify, pod, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to these podcasts. So, Varms, I know you had a lovely time in Broome. You were sitting there working on your tan, which <laughs> you don't really need to work on too much. <laughs> it's pretty dark already, but what's how's life been treating you post-Broome? Any post-holiday blues there? Yeah, it was it was a really good trip. Definitely post-holiday blues first few days. I mean, you know, we had a good routine going coffee in the morning, beach, brekkie barbecue, which I did no cooking of. I just, just spectated you on the barbie. <laughs> did a lot of eating though. Yeah, did a lot of eating. Did, did, just did a lot of project managing, mate, basically. Made sure my mum made my bed every morning. It was on the phone every morning, looking <laughs> through your social media. You're, you're obsessed with the social media, <laughs> So, yeah, no, it was a really good trip and since coming back, I felt really refreshed. And this week's been a very interesting week because I've tried a few new things. So Thursday night, I went salsa dancing. Yes. yes. And salsa, where'd you do that? Uh, at Butterfly 73, the what, nightclub. The nightclub. Yeah, Northridge, across oh. from your favourite karaoke place, <laughs> which we've been to once. But that was a really fun and interesting experience I think and I think this year has been such an interesting year where you've probably just stuck to what you've done because not many places are open or you know you just kind of falling back into a routine and I just kind of thought like you know what I need to challenge myself again like I just felt like you know I was going to I was doing the basics I was going to work exercising eating well and there's nothing wrong with that but I just kind of felt eating well (laughs) (laughs) you know your veggies your apples your when I when I call you most of the time I call you at KFC (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry continue yeah so I kind of just felt like something was missing so I was like oh you know what I wanted to learn salsa dancing earlier in the year because I wanted to go to Central America but then COVID did so I scrapped that but now I can do it I was like oh well might as well give it a try but it's really like it was a weird feeling like walking to the venue because I kind of felt a bit nervous I was like oh I'm actually like putting myself out there I'm challenging myself like I'm actually doing this and then you know walking in and then the lesson started and I was fine I was like wow how good is this like meeting new people learning something new like challenging myself learning the basic salsa moves which I will teach you soon Marvin you'll be ripping up the dance floor this summer did you go by yourself? yeah what was myself. my invite first <laughs> mate you're a busy man on Thursday <laughs> They not, <laughs> but yeah, I think that would that was another cool thing. Like, although a mate from work was there, and we were in a different class, and I did rock up there by myself. You know, spoke to different people there, like met different people. It was really good. Kind of felt like you know, some. I think I told you when you asked me how it was. It kind of reminded me of some aspects of traveling when you're just going with no expectations, and you come out the other side. You know feeling very good about yourself so that was one thing about trying something new this week that i really enjoyed i was like, oh you know what you know if you have the opportunity to challenge yourself 
go and do it. It doesn't have to be a dance class. It can be anything, anything that pops to your mind that you feel like doing, go and do it. I mean, this was a free class as well. So really, literally that night cost me cost me nothing. But I got so much. How much experience? Here we go. How much uh, experience did you get out of it? Oh, a lot. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I now know how to twirl a girl professionally, mate. So. Now you just need to find a girl to twirl yeah. and then we're all good. That's it. Oh, that's good. And you also told me you went to a new gym. Yeah, so. Mate, this guy's doing all the new things. Yeah, so I went, I went to a new boxing gym this well yesterday so on saturday it's called the barn martial arts and fitness and i was just kind of just riding that wave like my mates like oh you know we haven't trained together in so long because we used to train in the previous gym he's like come and do a seven day free trial and admittedly i've been putting off for so long I'm like, oh, i can't be bothered like i'm happy at my own gym just training and stuff like that i'm you know, I'm improving, I'm getting fit, so what's the need to? But, you know, he asked me again, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not getting, I'm not, you know, going out on Friday night or anything, so I'll be able to wake up early and commit. And, yeah, to my surprise again, it was just it was just nice to be in a different environment. I guess it makes you appreciate your own gym, what it provides you there. But it's just good to, it just reminded me of good old times to train with one of my best mates. And, you know, we did two sessions back to back. So I was really exhausted by the end of it. And, you know, it's just nice to be in a new environment, I think. It's just good to mix it up. Things can get stale and you fall, and it's easy to fall into the trap of a routine and you just, yeah, and I think some, and it make I think, and then it made me realize I was taking my gym for granted because I was just going in there to me it's like oh it's the same shit, whatever. But like going into a new gym made me appreciate what my gym does differently, and it was just nice to see how a different gym gym trains, and it made yeah I, I woke up this morning feeling very sore as well, which I haven't really felt in a while, so it's kind of good to shock the body. So. Yeah, I guess reason why I wanted to bring that up here is yeah, if you have the opportunity, just go and do it. Like especially if it's free, then there's no real reason not to, is there? And if you and look, if you do feel uncomfortable going by yourself, bring a mate. There's nothing wrong with not being able to do things by yourself. I think there's maybe a misconception, Marv. Feel free to jump in here. Where um, I don't know if the word is weakness, but. You, you, you might be like, oh, if you can't do something by yourself, you're not confident. It's not the case. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, very, very proud of you. <laughs> two, new, two new activities in one week. Um, yeah, I guess uh, people get a bit nervous and um, anxious when it comes to doing things, new things, and especially when you do it by yourself. But I think it's really fun doing it with someone else. I mean, yeah, it is cool doing it by yourself, but it's also doing some fun uh, doing something new is fun with someone else because you get to you know have that experience and share those experiences with someone you know like when you go traveling you hear of all these people traveling by themselves which is really cool but at the same time like those experiences you have and those, ex- those funny stories you know we've had so many funny stories it's so much better with someone else because then you can look back at it and you know you and I do it all the time I remember in blah 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 yeah and, yeah so but no yeah, yeah right it is a very daunting experience but yeah you're get the opportunity to definitely do something something new and on the on the topic of doing new things I started a new job um, when we got back from Broome as well I guess it's a time of the year isn't it power through the rest of 2020 and yeah that's been a new experience and that's involved a lot of I won't bore you with the details but a lot of it's involved a lot of um, work I haven't done before like working overnight shifts and working 24 hour shifts 
and that it's one-to-one work so i haven't really ever spent i don't even spend that much time with you mate <laughs> 24 hours. um and sleepovers and stuff and yeah it's really like um different it's still in that community services sector but yeah it's really interesting and really different and yeah it's um something i'm still wrapping my head around but yeah it's good to finally be um, working again and not <laughs> getting paid by old scomo's job seeker and yeah that's a that's a great new experience and it's a bit different to um you in in those respects but yeah it just makes me really grateful to be out there working again especially with everything that's going on in the world right now and how again I won't bore people with the details but the economy it's not the easiest to find a job so yeah it's good to be doing something i enjoy and getting paid for it yeah and going into your new job how did you feel like was it an adjustment like were you a bit nervous like uh yeah a little bit it's give like, us the tale of the tape it's, it's out in kelmscott so um and i'm not very familiar with that area it's uh it's an interesting interesting place <laughs> to say the least nuts no, it's, it's it's not too bad. It's a Kelmscott's about forty-five minutes away from the city, Perth city. For people who don't know where it is, um, and I'm working with a young fellow who's just turned eighteen, um, and yeah, you know, mentoring capacity. So a bit different to what I was doing before. I was just working in bigger groups, and yeah, it's it's really good. It's had, it has its challenges, and as I said before, it's new, and I'm continuing to learn. I've got a great manager around me and other team members. Wife, <laughs> funnily enough, haven't met yet. Um, but yeah, we stay in communication over on WhatsApp and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, the the role's really good. Um, we just play a lot of sport, and I teach him how to cook and all those kind of things. Nothing like you know the skills that a lot of us would have picked up um, from home. Our parents would have taught us. However, in this situation, the person I'm working with has, hasn't had that same love and support and you know it makes you realize how lucky we are um to have that and it's yeah it's a real pleasure and it's a great honor to be able to you know teach him how to do those things and watch him you know practice those skills and yeah it kind of makes me feel like a bit of an old man now i'm 27 but like (laughs) this kid when we go like play basketball he's running running around me dunking on me like and he's taller than me um but yeah, you know, when someone looks up to you and asks you for advice, it, it, sometimes you feel like, oh, <laughs> sorry, that was Siri going off. Um, yeah, you find like, I don't know about you, Varms, I know you do a bit of mentoring stuff, but you're kind of like, oh, I don't know, like, why should this kid listen to me? Like, what do I have to offer? But I guess we do have a bit of experience. Um, in a few different things we got a lot of flog like traits but we've also got a bit of experience so yeah i don't know if you'd listen to me if i gave you advice in cooking but this guy does so <laughs> yeah or you just gotta pack yourself in right like you know you have you have a seat at the dinner table you've got something to offer and i got the good looks mate <laughs> yeah that doesn't really help someone in improving their cooking skills so <laughs> Uh, but yeah no another thing that I just want to finish off on is like you know if you're not if you don't like it's sometimes you don't want to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation because uh, you might not feel good about it or anything like that but I think we said on the previous episode as well like you know that feeling of being uncomfortable and challenging yourself it means that you're growing and growing is a positive thing so yeah no you're right that was on the previous episode with Emily Strange who's yeah, released her book and just, Beautiful. just so everyone knows I bought a copy and Marvin is holding up my hard copy right now so yeah, yeah. I'm a man of my words he is, he is a man of his words and if you haven't it's um, 
at beautiful by, by M strange. strange yeah yes and um 10% of every sale, if you're listening to this M, 10% of each sale goes to through, us. <laughs> come through the PayPal of Marvin Marr and Nathan Palmer <laughs> for plugging your book. But yeah, you're right. She said that in the previous episode and I know it really stuck out to you because you wouldn't shut up about it in Broome and you kept saying it. Oh, mate, it's very, it's, very it's, true. It's really good and I just want to, you know, I'm feeling positive this morning even though we went to bed late last night. And the Eagles lost. Yeah, if you're listening to this episode, Look, wherever you are in life, I'm, I'm sure you're doing good things. So keep it up and uh, that's all you can do, trying your best. So Yeah, and t- talking about trying your best, yeah. Mr. Marmot, he's got a giggle on his face. <laughs> trying your best, it's something that yeah, yeah, can be seen as a bit controversial, but it's a you know, healthy part of life and something that I know you don't do very often. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of feedback from our listeners and, you know, keep it coming in at Double Shot Connect with feedback and the feedback that we have been getting is people really enjoy when we dissect an article so except for John Michelle he, he's not a fan he had a few furfy beers last night so maybe it was just the honesty came out but you know what screw you John yeah and speaking of new things this this experience that we're going to talk about it all it all becomes a new thing everyone at certain points in their life they try this activity so the article that I I've found on askmen.com is six things you should never ever tell a female after having sex. Who writes this one, Mom? And it was written by Dan Reitman, September 10, 2015, and it's had zero shares. So, mate, you've had five years to get that shared, and yeah, he hasn't got any shares. So. I mean, there's a bit of a bit of a paragraph before we start into the six things i'm not going to read it all out but just to give you a flavor of what this how this dan bloke writes i'll just read out the first paragraph really quickly so it goes something like this you're basking in the afterglow of sex completion if you played your cards right your sex partner has miraculously not scurried to the bathroom to hide and hope you've gotten the hint and left the premises <laughs> no instead she's lying next to you maybe even in your arms you did good man now just relax and bask in comfortable golden amorous silence mate is this guy trying to write <laughs> 50 shades of gray or a novel or something like that like that is some some hectic languages user before we get started i'm just out of curiosity man what's the last time you had sex oh last night mate <laughs> what about yourself oh really that's funny we spent up to midnight together yeah. so did you midnight soiree <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all about promoting open and honesty um all right so should we get going what is yeah so first thing you shouldn't say to a female after having sex is i can't believe how good that felt is that the female saying it or the guy saying guy saying it so this this article is written from the perspective of a guy so i mean he's if it felt good then why can't you say that yeah but there's a difference between saying 
that felt good and I can't believe how good that felt because I don't know about you but if you say to someone, I can't believe how good that felt, isn't that kind of saying that you thought it was going to be shit going into it and then you've ex- then saying that kind of means that you've exceeded expectations? I mean, yeah. I get. I see where you're coming from but you can also, I can't believe how good that felt. It was like if you, it's the first time with someone, like, yeah, going with what were you going to go in with lots of expectations? No, but then... You don't want to make someone feel that you assume that it's just going to be shit with them. Like, I see. Okay, you that's know fair. what I mean. That's a fair you, point. You that's a fair point. Let me let me see what Daniel um, has to say about that. He says, "Sure, that's still a compliment, but one so brutally, clumsily backhanded. You're basically Roger Federer on a schnapps bender. Better to stay quiet. I don't know what a schnapps bender is. You know what a sh- yeah, it's a drink." Alcoholic oh. beverage. Yeah, I see what you mean. There's probably other ways of saying it like, oh, that was amazing or you're amazing or something. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, you know, you're good, but you're not that good, yeah. you know, like it's going to deflate someone, you know, and we're not all, we're not about we're that. We're about uplifting here. Uplifting, but also being open and you honest. Know, so, a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> lot of uh, things you need to tick off. All right, go to, go to three to the next one. Next one is wait did you want me to stay over <laughs> so he's like mama didn't raise no ingrate you think to yourself as you chivalrously offer to slip out of the bedroom and into the night like the douchiest ninja ever wait did you want me to stay over yeah yeah no, i don't know about that one either we've uh we've picked an interesting one for this way <laughs> yeah he also says staying over is part of the deal at least unless she gives you an overt okay, something along the lines of you don't have to stay over if you don't want to. Oh, uh, yeah, but that also means you have to stay over. I think, yeah, yeah I don't know. It doesn't, uh, to be honest, I think that's a bit overrated. If you want to stay over, stay over. If you don't, then don't. Well, it's also like, I, I feel like this article's coming from the perspective of you've just met a girl and you've slept with her. Like, yeah. I don't think this article would apply. Oh, I mean, it would if you had a girlfriend, but Who to a certain extent. <laughs> Hey? Who just left off off podcast <laughs> conversation? <laughs> Was it a guy or a girl? I'll leave it to your imagination. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> did you want me to stay over? Like, I don't know. Did, does that have? Does that need have to be said? said? Like, I don't think I've ever said that before. Like, did, did you, you say just... that last night? No, I went home. It's <laughs> pretty late, mate. But the, th- the thing is, is like, does that need to be said? Like, if you're, you know, you've you've done the deed, you're, you're cuddling or you're not cuddling, you're just lying in bed and you, there might just be some implied mutual understanding that you're both just going to stay there. Like, unless someone expressly says, oh, yeah, I'm going home now. Like, mm. is he, like, actually, let me ask you this. Is it better, is it, like, is it better to just be direct rather than saying, asking the question, would you? Would it be better to say you for you to say, I'm going to stay here tonight, and then it gives them the opportunity to be like, yeah, I actually don't want you to stay, and then that's all right. That's yeah, sweet. Go home. I'm sure that's happened to that's I've, that's I've had that happen to me. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right. Yeah. Rather than sitting on the fence and saying, and like I just don't ask the way it's been asked. Yeah. Did you want me to say? Well, why are you putting it on them? Like, I would like, and then and if you say no, it makes you feel like a shit person. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Better ways to ask questions, I think. But on to the next. On to the next one. Things you shouldn't say is thanks. <laughs> so let's have a read. 
So he's saying the only time a thank you could be remotely defensible is if there was some sort of financial transaction involved with the sex, <laughs> which of course brings up a whole lot of other set of ethical issues. <laughs> Even then, it's still horribly tacky at best. So if you're paying for sex, that's probably not a huge concern for you. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. That's just pretty straightforward, isn't it? You wouldn't say thanks. Yeah, like... I mean, you would hope to think that. It's like your mum cleaning your room or something. <laughs> yeah, but you'd hope to think that, you know, your sexual experience was both mutual so and you both enjoyed it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's right in the sense that, you know, this is an exception to the rule where you don't say thanks for... Because it's like you both got pleasure out of it so that's that's just your way of saying thank you to each other without actually oh, saying it saying quite a bit for you both <laughs> yeah i mean yeah but also quick question for you Mark. have you ever paid for sex have i what paid for sex <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't right, well, you, you haven't have. <laughs> that's a very long uh, you hesitate you're like, like oh, i haven't no, I haven't. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> if I have ever had the, I, I've had a massage. No, no moo-moo experiences no in, Thailand. in Thailand. No, I've had the experience of being in Asia and um, getting a massage, like, innocently. You know how much I love a deep tissue massage. <laughs> yeah. I get very sore all over the body uh, and, you know, being a bit younger, being a bit naive and going in for a massage thinking it was going to be a deep tissue. Oh, mm. it's a good price. And then getting the old hand slipped around there and uh, do you want to have you? around the puppy I, I, to be honest to be frankly honest with you I find it quite awkward so I usually just say no like and then but then it's shit because then they give you a dud massage for the rest of it so how about you have you yeah never you have no I never oh. have <laughs> I was agreeing with you saying oh. I haven't oh. um, look nothing against people oh, who do do it like if that's your thing Mm, it's like, a, do you think it's like, sex is a pleasure of, of life so you know yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's healthy for you to do yeah. so yeah no judgement here if you've paid for it I just wanted to put my co-host here on blast that's why I asked it not not from a I still want to know who you had a, a judgement <laughs> one of you so <laughs> next one four out of six something you shouldn't say is was that good <laughs> So Isn't that like the first one? No, it's fourth one. No, what was the first one? First was one was first one was I can't believe how good that felt. Oh uh, yeah, so similar along that line. Same, same, but different. So was that good? Um what what's he saying here? It's sort of saying there's a lack of confidence and yeah. self-assurance. Um what's your con he's asking what's your concern here? Mm. Um you know He's like, I don't have the stats to back this up. Like my man, George W. Bush, oh, he's an American writing this. I don't believe my stats matter when I feel something so strongly in my bones. I don't know where this is going. But, <laughs> um, Look, so I, he's I, saying, yeah. so when all else fails, own your mediocrity. Don't ask if it felt good. Ask if they'd like seconds. <laughs> That's actually pretty smart. Do you want to go again? And if they say no, then clearly oh, you're shot. You need shot. The stamina, mate. You need the stamina. <laughs> yeah, that's why I box now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I reckon obviously if you're asking that, there's a lot of other worms in the cans that um, need, an opening, uh, need opening. But, yeah, I reckon yeah, that, uh, that's not a great thing to say or ask. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of like, well, what are you achieving from it as well? Like, do you actually want to know if it was good? Like, if you, I think look, it's mate. just to pump your own ego up, to be honest. Was that good? Yeah, like, it's that, I like, cause as he said, it's that the reassurance. Reassurance. You, you know, you should know in yourself if you're that confident about delivering yeah, your performance was a good performance and you don't really need yeah. to ask that. And, you know, I guess I know if, you're able to, time, if, if you're able to judge the situation when you kind of know yeah. in deep down mm. if it was good. And look, the thing is as well, like, would well, I feel like you'd ask it if deep down you knew it wasn't good, but then now you're just seeking their validation to eliminate that feeling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's... Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. All right, number five. So remember that this is from a guy's, written in a guy's perspective, things you shouldn't say as a guy to a girl after sex is, I have a big day at work. So what he means by that is um, you're basically saying that you're trying to rush out of there. Oh, it's an excuse. I've got a big day at work. Just want to get get it get out of there. You don't really want to hug. You just want to leave after you've done. So it's kind of doubling up on a few of these things. So that's yeah. similar. <clears throat> doubling up, but different wording. Um, yeah. Again, I reckon, as he said before, to the earlier one. Um, yeah, just be open and honest. You don't have to. I mean, if you have a bit that work, then there's nothing wrong with saying that and saying that you just want to go home because some people need. Yeah, it, it might be a legitimate reason. Yeah, because <laughs> if you're having, if you're on a casual. Uh, casual engagement there then you probably used to sleeping by yourself like you are at your mum's place <laughs> yeah that's it man. so I'm moving out <laughs> uh, and then yeah in that scenario you probably just want to have a nice sleep and I know you're a very hard working man you're the big boss man at your work so and you have to work very hard. So, yeah, I completely understand. When, when you're a lazy bum like myself then it's not such a big thing yeah I think um, he's yeah he's saying he, he's also saying here that you're an ambitious fellow and she'll appreciate your excitement to start your day so I mean he's not um, saying it's a and bad thing and you start thing. really early in the day don't you you get up a lot Even yeah. bro, you're getting up at 4, 4.30am yeah mate, I was waking up like, the sun it's killing yeah. me but you don't want to set your alarm to that yeah so I, I mean I look if, if it's a valid thing I have, I have a big day at work saying so you got to get out of bed then fair enough fair enough but if you're it's using it out, yeah. if you're using it as a cop out then mm. just be honest be honest is open and honest. the message and the last one and this is probably the most one I'm excited about talking about things you shouldn't say as a guy to you after sex you're kind of loud <laughs> what do you think about this I reckon that one is very subjective to your living situation if you're living in a house with your mates or like with housemates then and their home, you you got to be respectful of that. So you'd have that conversation with them. You probably wouldn't use those words. But, I mean, if you're home by yourself in your own place and it's pretty well insulated, who cares how loud you are? Because obviously the louder you are, the more fun you're yeah, having. Yeah, well, we know, And we know Miles likes the... The loud, the loud ometer. Yeah. Get disappointed when I hear Marv not being loud. I've challenged him a few times, but, you know, he hasn't risen to the occasion yet. I've, I've heard, you know, yeah, there's a, there's a story where I was myself for sharing a dorm room in Europe. I won't throw the person under the bus here. And, um, yeah, Barnes definitely didn't care that there was other people in the dorm room. <laughs> 
earphones for earphones in. And um, yeah, they were the Bluetooth earphones, the wireless ones, and I forgot to charge them that day, so I ran out of battery. So yeah, I had a very nice, very nice um, pre-sleep. Yeah, kind of what this bloke in this article is saying here. It's like, well, if you're being loud, you're just kind of letting go of your inhibitions. You're not caring, exactly. so that's good. But then also he's saying if you say it, He's like, not only are you pathetically uptight, but you apparently hate freedom. <laughs> Go rent Braveheart, invest in some apartment soundproofing and man the hell up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. You probably do need to be respectful in certain circumstances and I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, me, for example, if I'm... Um, I still, I'm still at home with my parents, so I wouldn't. Thing is, once again, I wouldn't say you're kind of loud. I would say, I would say before the experience, like try not to be so loud. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, so as to you know, yeah, exactly. We're we're not about um, ridding people of freedoms here, and we want we don't want to experience pleasure. We don't want to suppress anyone, or you know, suppress or or oppress anyone, like exactly. A few people we know like to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about spreading your wings. We've kind of put a few feelers out there on this episode with a few people in our lives that do certain things. We won't name them because, yeah, that's not very nice. Yeah, and there's no point. But, look, we really enjoyed this little segment. So if you have a different opinion... Message us on Instagram at Double Shot Connect. Yeah. We know that when we do these things, this is just from our point of view and we know we're not always correct. This is just how we see the world. So whether you're a male or female and you agree or disagree with our reactions to this article, yeah, feel free. Let us know. We wanna we wanna hear from you. We wanna interact with you guys. So I think um yeah message us and we'll reply within very short time frames yeah because we're because marvin's always on his phone oh mate that's a lot of (laughs) banter you're always on your phone too i want to bring up a topic here marvin's you know we are very well known for how we always say it and we say it probably 20 times well well known eh? that's good to hear far (laughs) out something new podcast community (laughs) everyone reaches out unless you should see our dms Anyway, the thing I want to talk to you about is, uh, you know, earlier this week, we're talking about, you know, we like to talk about what's happening in our week. We don't catch up as much as we once Mm. did because we're both quite busy. And I guess something that's come up is uh, open and honest conversations. Yeah. I won't go down the line of the the, the actual topic. The 45-minute chat we had. (laughs) 45-minute chat we had yesterday on the phone. But I just want to ask you, uh, you, you know, like, we always practice open and honest kind of open and honesty and that's something we really pride ourselves on but of course you know we're not saints and we're not perfect and i guess right now i've do have a bit of a have a bit of a dilemma in my life when it comes to having open and honest conversations and you know i was having a chat with my sister about it the other day and i kind of was putting something to the side something that i have to tell or something that i have to say to a friend of mine um, with the, you know, with the intention of not hurting them. You know, sometimes it's kind of like telling a white lie, you know, when you're mm. a kid and your parents say, oh, it's a white lie so that that other person doesn't get hurt. But then that kind of goes against having that open and honest conversation. But how do you think you have an open and honest conversation with a friend where, you know, you 
don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, you know, I know this is a, I know this is off topic. We didn't yeah. predict this, and we kind of started this chat yesterday on the phone, and unfortunately, <clears throat> we didn't get to finish it because we both wanted to watch the Eagles game. We had to discuss NDT issues. <laughs> NDT issues, and we want to watch the Eagles game, which ended up being absolutely terrible. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting one, and I think there's a couple of ways to look at it. <laughs> but first and foremost, because. Yeah, there's so many layers to it, right? Firstly, the first issue here is that they're a good mate. So then you have a long-standing connection, history, relationship to be aware of. And that's what creates sensitivities because, and the thing is you, and when you know what you're going to, you have an idea of what you're going to say to that person. And because you know them so well, you kind of know what the outcome is going to be as well. Mm. And we I think, think you do. Yeah. And I think, wrong. and I think, for me, like analysing it now is knowing, going into that conversation and knowing the outcome, I feel like is a part of what makes you feel uncomfortable and you don't want to say it because it's like, well, if I'm going to say, if I'm going to say to you, for example, oh, I don't like, I'm not, I don't like something that you do. I know that you take it on board, but you may also be offended by it. So... That, that's where it comes in where it's like oh maybe I'm not going to say it mm. but I think in the lot but then that's that's short term right mm. now you got to look at long run mm. and you look at the long run at the end of the day as selfish as this may sound you need to look after yourself first and foremost because you can't look after anyone else if you can't look after yourself so I think then you then then you have to take the long-term view so taking a long-term view it may have to be the case where you're gonna have to say it you're gonna have to say it but in the long run it results in the best outcome for both people and then also yes in the short run you may you you might lose that friend or you may not talk to that friend as much or you know it just strains the relationship a little bit but you know we're all we're all mature people and as we know time heals all and when whether you or that friend put some thought into it and they actually realise, oh, you know, this person was actually there. At the end of the day, I think in the long run, people appreciate honesty. People don't want to be lied to. So you'd rather just be honest up front than, being, than lying first and being honest later because you're hitting them with a double whammy. First you lied and first you secondly you said something that they don't want to hear. So you'd rather just say it first. You said something that you don't want to hear and then you move forward from there. Uh, I guess that's my take on it. What about you? What what would what is what is the feeling that you have that stops you from saying that honest yeah, I conversation. guess. I guess for me, uh, you know, if you have that conversation with you know a family member or a friend, um, yeah, it, it comes as you said. You you know that person quite well, so and yeah, you're not guaranteed to know how they'll react, but you kind of in your head can create like a bit of a narrative on how it will turn out, and it doesn't turn out very nice <laughs> in your head, you know. So you kind of are shielding them from it and you're shielding yourself from it. But, yeah, I feel you are right because at the end of the day, if you don't have that conversation and you continue to let, um, you know, the the issue at hand um, gather momentum, then, yeah, it's going to – it's not going to work out very well, is it? Because then it keeps building and building and building and 
well, if you don't have that conversation, like you could in, you could even explode and just really like lose it at uh, that person, which would be detrimental to the relationship that you have with them. So. Yeah, I guess it's something that, you know, we, you and I have discussed about a few issues, not any one in particular, and it's something that we always go back to. And, it's, and I guess when people ask us what was the purpose of our podcast, and we're like, oh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And then we kind of like realised it's a nice, simple one. It's open and honesty. And then because they're principles you and I try and live in our everyday life. Yeah. Like you're not perfect. No one's perfect. And yeah, sometimes no, situations yeah. are difficult and you have to weigh up all the possible outcomes Yeah, because you are thinking of, you know, the relationships you have with, again, family and friends. So, yeah, I, I find it interesting. Again, if anyone listening out there at Double Shot Connect, what's your uh, take on open and honest conversations? I mean, it's easy and well to say that, yeah, you just always got to be open and honest, but has there been a time where you know being open and honest has been very difficult and i'm sure there isn't you know tell us about it and if you have you know have a good story and you want to appear on the podcast again we've got some really good guests coming up um Vimes has done his worked his magic one and he's picked up a really really popular perth local guest for our next episode yeah we're really looking forward to having and we'll drop a few hints on instagram and yeah we're we're really happy i just i guess i want to we do this quite a bit, but yeah, I just want to reflect on again how far we've come after 20 episodes or 21 episodes and yeah, the people we've got on and the people that really take a notice and the latest guests we have replied almost instantly and it's just really good to know that we, um, you know, having people reply to us so quickly and having those conversations, yeah, it's just really positive and it's really really good I reckon yeah I think like the good thing about open and honest conversations that you can have an open and honest conversation about anything mm. you, can, you can be about finance or it can be about sex what we discussed mm. today or it can be about you know men's health it can be about females health it could be about anything which is good mm. because it means that we can talk to people from all walks of life really and hear their story and hear how you give people different perspectives and you, you learn you learn from it that way but um, following on from what Marvin said as well we do have an exciting guest this week I'll give you another hint Perth TikToker and his famous TikToker yes famous TikToker he's got a good following he's also got a YouTube and I could only dream of he's got a YouTube channel as well and if you do have TikTok and you find yourself like me sometime going through your for you page for a good half an hour on a Saturday afternoon you may be able to identify this person because his favorite order is a mocha with two marshmallows so I'll leave it at that and it's not John Michelle <laughs> yeah and it's not John Michelle he doesn't even have TikTok so if, if that is a clue please DM us if you know who how our next guest is so with that said episode 22 love doing this episode again like every other single episode love the feedback that we've been getting love the community that we're building just all around love from us so <laughs> <laughs> mate all around love from you i've given any love <laughs> um oh mate as as we've said if you hurt i hurt if you love i love we speak on behalf of each other most times anyway no so team, that's so. it it's always we so I'm going to sign off. Thanks, everyone, for listening once again. 
Uh, we love you all very dearly. So we'll, we look forward to episode 23. Marv, any last comments? No, I think you've summed that up very well, young man. We, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to continuing growing the podcast. We were kind of limping before Broom and Broom's rejuvenated us. We are a bit tired because we're recording this one really early on a Sunday morning. I don't know, my, my boy Varmsy has had a very big week. So I really appreciate that. But yeah, keep keep listening um, to the content we put out there. And yeah, I just want to say really, really appreciate everyone listening because if it isn't for people, I think Chris Hemsworth said it the other day, if it wasn't for his fans, he'd have nothing. And, you know, we're nowhere near the size of Chris Hemsworth, but we didn't have people continue continually listening to us, you know, responding to our social medias, um, reaching out to us. Yeah, we we would have no. <laughs> we'd just be talking about a purpose. Yeah, yeah we'd be talking to mind. ourselves. Yeah, yeah, so. we do that enough. Um, so yeah, I just really want to appreciate. Uh, send the love out there, and so we really appreciate everyone. And at Double Shot Connect, if you're not already following us on Instagram, and yeah, we'll see you next week. That's it. Chase your dreams. <laughs>